your message on five seven oh pod what one please send us your message because really we've got no message This is Y'all, y'all heard. heard, a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related. Also, we ponder the <laughs> questions that have been plaguing this world for all of eternity. This is throwing back to our old style. <laughs> Yeah, Pete told me that I get to do the, the 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 opening thing today, and I thought it would be more fun if I didn't think about it ahead of time. It wasn't, because my IQ is going down in quarantine, and I'm forgetting normal yeah. words all of the time. <laughs> I don't know if that's because I don't interact with people verbally, or... I know, I talked to people more today than I talked to people probably for the last two weeks. I didn't. I texted. All I do is look at the computer. I had a therapy session the other day, and the first time was on the phone, and this time she told us to do video, and it was so upsetting to have silences over video that I told her I can't do that anymore. I can imagine it would be like, "Is are you frozen? <laughs> like, no." Yeah, no, she, every five seconds I would go, yeah, I don't really have anything to say, so like, and then she would be like, you seem not okay with silence, I was like, no, I didn't know, this is bad. Well, I ain't paying no. for silence, huh? <laughs> yeah, also she was really, okay, okay, Pete, I'm just not even gonna, how are you? Okay, I'm gonna answer first, because I'm on a rant, and I don't want to rant, and then a how are you, and say stuff twice. Therapist, I'm sure she's the kind of therapist some people need. But I will say, this is this is not bragging because it doesn't help to me. Uh, I am very self-aware, and I know more about mental health than any person should because it's all I research incessantly. Because I didn't get therapy till way too long, so I had to figure out what the fuck was wrong with me. And um, so I am. I already know what I'm supposed to do. I don't need therapy most of the time to tell you what I'm supposed to do. Most of the time, I need it so they could hold me accountable. Those, and also sometimes I need them to be like, bitch, you're judgmental. That's why I like the other one. Right. This one will not say, bitch, you're judgmental. And I will be like, I know what I'm supposed to do. And she'll be like, yeah, you're right. Mm. And then we'll move on to something else. <laughs> also, I know what to do. I don't know how to do it. That's also why I need a therapist. Because I don't know how to do these things. Yeah. And, and then I'll just be like, how do I do it? And she'll just be like, mm, you know, you'll figure it out. And I'm just like, why Why do I pay Thank you? Thank you so much for your expertise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, also, like, I'll say a problem and she'll be like, you know, you should really work on that unless that's not something you want to deal with right now. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to deal with it right now. So then she's like, okay. And then we move on. So Let me like, encourage your avoidance. <laughs> In my life, and I just get to tell her like, no, don't really want to deal with them. 
Uh, also, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm talking about my mental health dumb shit now. But I was telling someone I had social anxiety that that's part of what I was diagnosed with. And they're like, no, you don't. You talk to me fine. And sometimes they're like, wow, maybe there's wrong diagnosis. Today, the apartment manager was supposed to come in my house mm -hmm. simply to look at my bed to see what size it was. I have been so on edge since I woke up today at the thought that a person could come anytime and I'm not prepared. <laughs> prepared for what? He's gonna come here for like two seconds. Yeah. I was like, maybe I should take a Xanax <laughs> just so someone could look at my bed. Then you can attack him. Like yeah, I don't know. I'm <laughs> irrational. Um, anyway, that's how I've been doing. How have you been doing? Um, I guess I've been doing okay. You know, I am, my spirits are low, but I'm trying to, you know, kind of hang in there and, and get but through my, the other side. But my heart is high. I am, uh... No, soul. I meant soul. But my, my spirits are low, but my... What's the opposite of spirit? Wine. Get it? <laughs> Shut up. I did a Shudder free trial through Amazon channels. Shudder is the streaming service of horror movies. Oh, yeah. The internet algorithms think I want Shudder so fucking bad. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You're like everyone I knew in high school and college. Yeah. You think that just because I like spooky things, I want to see people be stab-stabbed. I That's, don't. That is primarily what it is. It's less spooky stuff and exactly. more gory stuff. Yeah. When are they going to give me a streaming service for PG-13 horror movies? <laughs> They're not, to be honest. I know. You are the only market for that. <laughs> You know, I just bought a, an Elvira shirt and an everyday, oh, no, 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 like a Monster Club spooky shirt, literally right before we did the Skype, because I'm so spooky, but I don't like gory movies. Continue. So I've been watching a lot of terrible stuff on there. Did you watch uh, Butt Boy? Not yet. No, I meant to last night so that I could talk about it today. Okay, I'll just then tease for whenever it comes. Pete sent me the synopsis for a movie called Butt Boy about... I'll just let you talk about what it's about. I'll just let you know. Sometimes I misjudge my audience, and I have no one to interact with. So when you send me that, I immediately... Also, everyone <laughs> in my job knows who you are. So I just want to let you know, I didn't send it. I went, hey, guys, Pete Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, the synopsis for a movie that I have not gotten to see yet, but I am going to rent so that I can see it, so that I can give you guys the lowdown on what it's about. Boys called, up the booty. It's called <laughs> Butt Boy, and it says Detective Fox loves work and alcohol. After going to AA, his sponsor, Chip, becomes the main suspect in the investigation of a missing child. Fox also starts to believe that people are disappearing up Chip's butt. <laughs> yep. And you might think, oh, that's just some tacky-ass shit. Maybe it is, but the New York Times gave it a kind of fine review. Yeah. Saying that it's there was like, way more depth to it than expected. 75% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's surprising. <laughs> Pete, I want, I will tell you this. I fully, I like totally want to watch it, but I need you to tell me one, of course, always I need to know how, if something's gory, mm -hmm. and I need to know how much duty is actually in <laughs> yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. And after you tell me that, I will decide if I'm able to watch it. <laughs> Speaking of Shudder, though. And having this subscription and everything like that. I did see the show Creep Show, which was silly. But um, there was a particular episode where they did a monkey's paw type of thing. 
And mm-hmm. that leads us to today's icebreaker. I'm only familiar with the monkey's paw, which I'm sure it was in Twilight Zone or something, from Simpsons Treehouse of Heart. Doesn't really matter if you're familiar with the, the story of the monkey's paw or anything like that. My question is, you are granted three wishes, but knowing as a cautionary tale that sometimes uh, a genie can, you know, like misconstrue your life no, or your not. wish. No, absolutely not. I make no wishes. Into so- <laughs> no, absolutely not. You have to. Oh, I have to? Yes. Oh, I thought you just asked me if I would do it. So you're supposed to ask me what my wishes are? You have to tell me what your first wish is with the caveat that, like, it could go bad. So, like, if you're like, I'm going to ask for a ham sandwich because I know that a ham sandwich isn't going to cause any trouble. Like, like, this is your first test wish. Because, yeah. Because, like, like, normally I would be like, I want me and my family... To live and be healthy forever, and it would just be like we'd become fucking vampires or some shit. Yeah. Um. Let me think. Or worse, zombies. Oh, gross! And I said healthy. Well, healthy for zombies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. Uh. Okay. I would at that moment, cause yeah, I would have to keep them really basic. And I'm also thinking to myself, something that would, if it did go wrong, only affect me and not other people. Okay, I would just be like, um, I want a bunch of gluten-free dumplings. No, because what if there's like filled with people? Yeah. Okay. But you could be specific. You like this is again just we're going through a learning exercise about how to make the proper first wish. Oh, got it. I want low-carb, gluten-free cheddar bay biscuits. All right. That's all I want. Okay, how about you? I was like, what about, like, world peace? But then I was like, you know what? I bet world peace is everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucked up. You can't go big. When you go grand, but I thought, it was, like, I thought it was. I want world peace, but nobody's dead. But blah, blah, blah. Like, you put a billion caveats. Technically, world peace could be that we're all Nazis, right? But, like, we're all on the same side, so Ooh, it's not yeah, a problem. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Then I was like, you know what? Maybe I could be like, I want to lose a few pounds, but then... You're going to become, like, anorexic. Right. I'm going to end up with some disease that makes me lose all the weight. But, like, if I'm a specific... Yeah, I, want, I was going to say I don't want eye wrinkles, but then I was like, then I'm going to have wrinkles everywhere else. Could I say, like, I wish I had the body that I had? Yes, <laughs> 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 I, I guess not, right? Because I was just going to say, like, five years ago. Like, let me restart the past five years. <laughs> then, oh, yeah, 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 never mind. I was, yeah, yeah. So, no, you got to keep it simple and probably food-based. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would clean up my apartment. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, your apartment would have no furniture in it. Yeah, somebody would come and rob me. Could call me. Yeah, well. you're right. I can't think of how you could fuck up the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. They could taste like shit, but... <laughs> That's like, a good point. Well, I'm sorry, we need gluten in them for, to, for them to taste good, but, you know, here they are. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm willing to take that chance. I'm I'm just trying to sort of, like, yeah, balance in. Can I? What is the biggest thing that I can get and still, you know? What if the rest of this episode was just, just deciding what our wishes would be? I, like I would wish for a very specific dog. Okay. 
just to but what test if it it's out. Like an evil, but it was a horrible dog. That's why I'm going to be specific. No, I don't mean a horrible type. I mean, like, it's like, it's like, oh, a cute little beagle, but it's like, acts like Cujo. I, like, You're that's going to be one of my things, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I'm going to talk about personality. Jeannie's going to be tired of hearing I don't think Jeannie's let you do so many details, I will just say. Then I'm going to wish for a new Jeannie. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't really understand where this topic is going. Oh, no, it's it I, It just popped into my head because this guy was like... Oh, oh. that was a, that was an icebreaker. Shit, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you started your topic, and I was like, what the fuck is this topic? No, um, and the guy had a dead wife, and he's like, I want my wife to come back from the dead. And it's like, no, you don't. What, so like, she was how a zombie, stupid right? are you? She was pet cemetery? And, yeah, she's trying, like, he asks for her to come back from the dead at home, and then, like, the monkey's paw has three fingers up, and then, like, one finger goes down to show that you have two wishes left. And this guy's like, uh-oh, she's buried. <laughs> so he rushes out to the cemetery, and his wife, once he opens up the coffin, just starts to try to eat him. Oh. And then he has to waste, waste the next wish on wishing her back to being dead. <laughs> well, couldn't he just wish her as not a zombie? Right. And then his third wish was he wished that somebody would kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Because he couldn't be happy without his wife or something. When you said she was buried, I thought that the wish was just going to be that she comes to life. And she does come to life, but she's fucking buried alive. So she dies by the time he digs her up. Yeah, that'd be sad. Yeah, that would be. But speaking of people being tucked away in the ground. Yeah, okay. Let's see where this is. Guys, I just want to tell you the fun, a fun trivia factor this particular episode. I was talking to Marissa and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be ready and this, that, and the other. What should I talk about? And then after work, basically I told everybody that I work with, I'm gone. Goodbye. I left at the time that I'm supposed to leave at every day. And then I came over to my computer and I'm like, I can't stare at the computer. It's driving me nuts. So I actually spoke all of this i dictated this into into word so this will be the second time that i'm saying it i like it okay so as with most of the things that i come up with for this podcast i was inspired by a movie this particular week it's a movie it's on amazon prime it's called i see you and helen hunt is in it and it came out i think last year so the fact that Helen Hunt is still working, I feel like, is amazing, and that she's alive and everything like that. So right? I was like, I'm going to watch it. Let's see what happens. And in the picture, like, the cover for the movie, her, uh, like, it looks like she has really bad plastic surgery, but in the movie, she doesn't look that bad. It's really weird. I don't know why they would have done that to her on the cover. Yeah. Anyway, the story turns out to be a weird thriller. The plot is based partially on the idea of frogging. Marissa, do you know what frogging Wait, is? Did we talk about this? Why do I? I know. I know what this is about already. P H R O G G I N G. We never discussed this on the podcast before. I don't think we did. Oh, it must have been on like last podcast. Isn't this where you live in 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 people's houses that they're occupying? Yes, I had never heard of it before, and they talk about it in this movie, like like um like climbing, like they don't treat it like it's weird. They don't explain what it is or anything like that. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I did a deep dive, as we are known to do with our obsessive personality. Yes. (laughs) Urban Dictionary defines frogging as 
to sneak into a house and live amongst its occupants without their knowledge. People who attempt this are referred to as frogs. Frogs try to respect the house's inhabitants as if they were roommates by not breaking or taking, although mooching food is sometimes necessary for survival. Frogs rarely stay at a single house for more than a few days as the fear of getting caught settles in. Then it's usually time to move on and the frog will hop to a new pad. Uh, <laughs> what? Why, though? Frogging can be attempted solo or in groups. That's the end of the definition. Uh, why would you do this? Why would you do I this? I just want to, before you continue, I just want to know. I, not I want to know. I want you to know that I am so uncomfortable right now <laughs> because I don't know why I know what this is. <laughs> I also know what the movie you're talking about is. I also know another movie with the exact similar, uh-huh. or like with a very similar plot. I know all of this and don't know why. There's I a couple still find of things, it interesting yeah. and I will still appreciate this, so continue. There's a couple of media things. Well, this sort of spirals a little bit because there's not really a ton to frogging. But you, prob- but you probably it. know like about horrible. you probably know about the rest that I'm going to talk about too, at least to some degree. So, spoiler alert: in the movie, the frogger <laughs> in this movie is frogging for the first time with a girl who's a friend of his who is ha- who frogs all the time, and she makes YouTube videos about it and stuff. And he ends up killing her and killing a bunch of other people because he's somehow related to Helen Hunt. I think I don't know. Um, so I did say spoiler alert. Sorry if you didn't skip ahead. <laughs> but um, yeah, it spoke to me enough that it's in this movie. They didn't really fully explain what it was or a history or anything like that. It would just be like Marissa showing up at like like in a swimsuit and wet, like with a towel wrapped around her, and been like, "Yeah, I was just crisping." Like, <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> so. Yeah. I googled frogging and discovered very quickly that according to many sites, Snopes debunked frogging as an urban legend and that it's not real. Oh, really? Is That's that interesting. right or is it not right? I totally thought of, I 100% thought it was real. And I, I know it's not the same, but I like, I know that there are homeless people that are said to like live in other people's houses. So I assume people are just like a bunch of homeless people have done it multiple times. Right, we're going to come up with a few distinctions as we move through this particular topic. How hard to believe it happens, though. The first resource that you will find on frogging uh, is hubpages.com. I don't know anything about hubpages.com. It looks like anybody can go there and write anything that they want, so take it with a grain of salt. But um, this particular piece is written by someone named Cleo Adams, who is accredited as a young uh, adult author. Not a young adult who writes, but a writer of YA. Young adult, okay. So, the thing that intrigues me about this particular movie was that people go through so much effort to balance the thrill of living amongst these other people against the risk of sort of getting caught, right? Yeah, it just seems so unnecessary. When I was reading the synopsis of the movie, I was like, why Why are these people doing this? I don't see the point. So, thrill-seeking? Okay, I get it. I am not a fan. I do not like the feeling of thrill. <laughs> <laughs> so uh in that respect i don't get it but i i'll give you i'll give you that but it also seems strange to me that you would put yourself in danger violate other people's privacy and do that just so that you could have some sort of adrenaline rush i mean i mean i guess people go to war too right <laughs> yeah I, 
Yeah. I and know. I say put people's lives in danger because I found um, I had a hard time finding a lot of resources on this, and one of the resources was at a pro gun forum. Oh. And they were just like, I'd blow that motherfucker away. <laughs> so. Okay. Great. So if I couldn't find a bunch of stuff around it and I didn't really quite understand it, why did I bother to pick it for a topic today, Marissa? Because it's fun. I have two reasons. One, two reasons. Because you couldn't think of anything else. That connected to me directly. (laughs) Okay. Because you are a frogger and you're telling us today. One, in 2008, a man named Stanley Carter lived in a family's attic in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania for one week. (laughs) Did I know about this? Undetected. <laughs> I know about people doing this. I don't think it was. I didn't think I knew it was in Wilkes-Barre. I love how psychotic this is because <laughs> okay. it's like it walks the line. Anyway, police said the 21-year-old Stanley Carter had been living with Stacy Ferrantz and her three children for a week, eating their food and stealing their cash and Christmas presents. Uh, oh, even, eating their food? Shit. Even wearing their clothes. And this is all according to ABC News and Good Morning America. Her son says. I heard noises, but I never suspected anything. We have two cats, and I figured my mom was getting a drink in the middle of the night. (laughs) All of the time. The Ferrant's home is a duplex, and it's got a shared attic with the house next door. So Carter, the guy, had been living with a friend's family at the attached home, according to the Times Tribune of Scranton. Carter was reported missing by that family on December 21st, And that is when police believe that he sort of weaseled his way across the shared attic into the Ferrant's house. When Mm -hmm. people, uh, when police searched the attic uh, after Carter had been let out in handcuffs and arrested, they found a list of everything that he took. Basically, they found all the stuff that he took, and then they found an itemized list of each thing that he took. Uh, okay. On a piece of paper that Carter had labeled Stanley's Christmas list. That's weird. Okay. It is. And then could you imagine, like, they had to go back and live there? I know, that's horrible. Something like that happens in, like, your private home. Now, I rent, Marissa rents, but our parents have houses. Like I know, my parents have an attic, and, like, we barely go in there, and there's all sorts of creaky sounds in there. Yeah. Ugh. I can't imagine, yeah, somebody sort of, like, I mean, I could imagine somebody living, like, just outside of my eye line. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, you mean someone lives in the darkness outside of your field of vision yeah, at all just time? like just like at his house with you <laughs> yeah 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 that was a ghost it wasn't a person but yes so i told you that there's two reasons before i get to the second reason i wanted to tell you about a few other instances of this uh in 2008 a woman named hikori itakura lived Ooh. in a japanese man's home for a year She was totally undetected for the entire year until the homeowner noticed that food was missing over the course of a few months, and then he installed cameras in order to catch her inside of the home. Oh, that's smart. In 2012, a man in South Carolina lived in his ex-girlfriend's attic undetected for two weeks. That's gross. The homeowner said that he heard... The homeowner said that she had heard movement in her attic and thought it may have been poltergeist activity, but her sons discovered the man and he fled before police could apprehend him. But like, that's gross. Who he was. What the fuck is his problem? <laughs> I strongly encourage everybody to not even bother googling this because there's a video about this that's just so annoying. It's this guy who has a voice like this. 
and he reads with such weird inflection. <laughs> gross. That's gross. So, in 2006, there was a web series that was called Living with Strangers, and that just mysteriously showed up on YouTube. Basically, they created this reality web series where they allegedly frogged in people's houses, but it later came out that this actually wasn't a real thing. Notwithstanding, the web series is where the term frogging comes from, and I tell you that because I know that you would want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in my mind, it sounds like that web series just made it a real thing. Right. In some ways. So some people, this is where I turn to you, my dear, dear friend, Marissa. Some people online have asked, what's the difference between frogging and squatting? Yeah. Marissa, do you have any input here as a person who knows a bunch of squatters? Doesn't squatting, isn't squatting where the place is vacant, though? You don't squat where people are living. Yes, you don't squat where you eat. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, guys. uh, I've befriended a number of maybe more pseudo squatters, but throughout my life continue my understanding would be like if an apartment was vacant in a building and somebody snuck in there they're squatting or if a house was abandoned or a building was abandoned and they snuck in there they were squatting yeah but frogging is like you're actually living in a space that other people are living in and also i think one of the caveats is that you're not intending to stay very long this is not being flippant but I mean, that's not my intention, but I just, I, I just think of Anne Frank. The frogging is like Anne Frank. <laughs> I like uh, it. Yeah, and you've got to be real quiet and undetected. Yeah, yeah. Anne Frank, perhaps one of the most famous froggers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not saying that she was, but that's what I think about it. That reminds me of the difference. But anyway. But that does bring me to the second reason that I selected this topic, and that is Theodore Edward Coney's who is also nicknamed the Denver Spider-Man, from Wikipedia. In September of 1941, 59-year-old Theodore Conies intended to ask a former acquaintance, Philip Peters, <laughs> okay. for a handout at his home in Denver, Colorado. Conies broke into the house because Peters wasn't home, and he broke in to steal some food and some money. While he's digging around in the house, in one of the closets, he sees a crawlspace trap door oh, uh, in the ceiling. And it led to a narrow attic cubbyhole, and he decided to just climb on up there and live there. Oh, okay. Well, that seems great. Conies lived in that house uh, undiscovered for about five. I'm sorry. I forgot. It's Conies multiple? His last name is Coney, like Coney Island, with an S at the end. C-O-N-E-Y-S. So he lives in the house undiscovered for five weeks. But on October 17th of 1941, Peters, the guy who owns the house discovers Coney's at the refrigerator. Peters strikes at Coney's with a cane that he carries, because I guess he needs one. He is 73 years old. But Coney's clubbed him with the handle of an old pistol that he found in the house. After the gun broke apart from him clubbing him so hard, he continued the battery with a heavy iron stove shaker. Oh, and he what bludgeons. The stove shaker. I don't know. I knew you were gonna ask. Too. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. It's time for a mini y'all heard. It appears that a stove shaker was once used as a utility in a wood burning stove to shake up the contents and stoke the flames. In this case, a stove shaker could mean a cast iron handle crank that was used to shake the stove shaker from the outside of the stove without burning your hands. Um, so he kills him, okay? Then, he does what all of us would do. He climbs back up into the attic and hides out. Okay. 
Peter's body was discovered the same day after a neighbor who was concerned that Peter's had not come by for dinner called the police. The police found all the home's doors and windows locked and there was no other sign of forced entry. They noted uh, the trap door, but they believed a normal-sized person couldn't fit through it. Peter's wife, who had been in the hospital recuperating from a broken hip during and prior to Coney's occupation of the attic, returned to the house with a housekeeper. Both women would often hear strange sounds in the house. The housekeeper resigned after becoming convinced that the house was haunted, and Mrs. Peters moved to western Colorado to live with her son. Wow. Coney's... I'm sorry, I can't stop thinking of Coney 2012 or whatever. Coney? And it's distracting me. No, I remember that, like, African Coney. You remember that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like, I just, I can't Shout out Sarah Sinto. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, continue, I'm sorry. Coney's remained in the vacant house with the occasional signs of his occupation written off as an apparition or local pranksters. Police continued to make routine checks... Okay, you're the Denver police and you got nothing better to do than check out an empty house every once in a while. <laughs> On July 30th, 1942, so this is many months, one of the police officers hears a lock click on the second floor. They oh, run shit. upstairs and they catch sight of Coney's legs just as he was climbing into the trap door. They grab his legs and they pull him out and he's taken into police custody and he confesses to the murder. Local newspapers, this is the worst part of the story. Local newspapers <laughs> dubbed him the Denver Spider-Man of Moncrief Place after police detective Fred Zarno remarked, a man would have to be a spider to stand it up there so long. What? Uh, no, no, that doesn't make sense. I don't know what that has to do with spiders. Coney's was tried and convicted, then sentenced to life in prison at the Colorado State Penitentiary in Canyon City, Colorado. He died. He's long dead. Okay. So, was the Denver Spider-Man a frogger? I don't think so, because he stayed in one spot. Oh, I'm sorry. Froggers need to go in multiple spots? I feel like it goes with the name. Froggers have to hop, you know? Yeah, that might be giving people too much credit, but I hope you're right. <laughs> well, it's in the it's in the Urban Dictionary definition. Oh, okay. A frog, okay. a frog then hops to another pad. If you oh. missed my extended pause last time. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I somehow missed that. <laughs> but then, if we're gonna take this path with me in research, we get into a different type of squatting slash frogging, and that is commercial squatting and frogging okay this all seems to happen around the same time guys and it's all 2007 2008 with the exception of the 2012 person in what was that carolina or something providence rhode island the leader of an artist cooperative had been has been sentenced to probation for setting up a secret apartment inside of a shopping mall's parking garage as part of a project I love this story. Michael Townsend, 36, said he had he and seven other artists built the 750-square-foot apartment beginning in 2003 and lived there for up to three weeks at a time. The artists built a cinder block wall and a nondescript utility door to keep the loft hidden from the outside world. So you're walking through a parking garage and you see a cinder block wall and a door with no, with no label on it or anything. I get it if you shop there, but if you work there, what the like, what is going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but That's apparently, weird. when they started building this particular mall and the particular garage uh, that was for the mall, he just sort of like went in and built this. 
So it was like if you had been working at the mall, it's been there the whole entire time that you've been working oh, at the mall. Oh, okay. Because he lived like within walking distance, like short a short walk from the actual mall itself. The Atlantic explains it as sort of like an act of rebellion because of the, you know, commercial whatever of a mall. Anyway. Yeah, okay, who cares? Inside, <laughs> the apartment was fully furnished down to a hutch filled with china and a Sony PlayStation 2, although a burglar broke I love in a hutch. and stole the PlayStation. <laughs> okay, okay. There was no running water. Instead, they used the mall bathrooms. Marissa, how long do you think you could keep this up? Me personally? <laughs> Not at all. You mean how long do you I You actually it? have another home nearby, but you oh. are doing this as an artistic project. How long will you keep this First up? First of all, like, I hate people. Uh, second of all, um, a few months? Four years. Wow. Who, who so fucked it up? He's part of this artist cooperative, and basically the different people occupy the space at different times during the four years. Uh, but they, yeah, they seem to stay for three weeks at a time. So sometimes it is vacant, and that's why or how somebody got in and stole the PlayStation. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Wow, interesting. Four years. That's so dumb. Yeah. So all of this reminded me of a thing that I remembered seeing on the internet when I was younger. And now if you think about it, when did I finish? I guess in 2008, was I in college? I don't even know when I was in college. I'm so confused. I think you were in college. We talked about 2008 before, too. Anyway, we're old. Anyway, listen. Yeah. When I was a kid, this reminded me of a thing that I remember seeing on people's websites. Um, and it was an experiment that people would go through, you know, because it's cool and jackass was something. Uh, basically, their goal was to spend 24 hours inside of a store. This has seemed to evolve over the years into a term called the 24-hour challenge. Basically, can you spend 24 hours straight in, say, a Home Depot or a Walmart or a place that is open 24 hours a day? That sounds intolerable. Why would anyone want to do that? <laughs> Just to prove that they can. That's and that they stupid. Can do I it hate everyone. Undetected. But... You know, like, there's rollover of employees. I don't think it sounds that hard, especially with the size of a freaking Walmart or a Home Depot. Yeah. Like, I could roam around a Home Depot for three hours, and not a single person will look at me or ask me if they can help me find the shit I'm looking for. So it wouldn't surprise Truth. me that you can hold this up. Some people successfully did it, and back when I was a kid, the internet was pictures and text. And so, you know, you would read articles about, like, oh, uh, an employee recognized me, but he was cool, and so he didn't rat me out, and I made it, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and by recognize me, I don't mean as a celebrity. I mean they recognize him for being there for eight hours. <laughs> oh, I loved the internet before. So um, it looks like this does continue today. If you go onto YouTube, there are a few different 24-hour overnight challenges at a variety of different establishments. Staying overnight at a Walmart is not a terrible act by any means. I believe there's probably, like, I'm sure somebody can throw you out for some reason. That's maybe like a private corporate reason. Yeah. But to come back to the original topic for today, frogging is a real violation of privacy and other people, and it's straight up the crime of trespassing, just like living in a mall parking lot for a few years and murdering a guy who owns the house that you're living in the crawl space of are both also considered crimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm going to finish with like a deep thought. <laughs> and if this were an article I was writing, I'd have a good ending. 
Okay. Like I said, all these stories seem to come out from 2007 and 2006, 2008, and there are many links in the stories that have existed to websites that no longer exist. Um, to, you know, like, uh, not necessarily as bad as like a GeoCities, but like a blogger site that no longer exists because it was cut out for due, due to inactivity or something like that. But the interesting part is that it feels like a lot of the internet from only, what, 13 years ago is gone. So I didn't oh. dig into the Wayback Machine. I think you might be thinking that, Mike Vinos. I didn't really do a ton of research to, I love try, the to, anyway, to try to go back and find these old articles. I just clicked on the links and they were dead and it kind of bummed me out because my internet presence from 2008 has also been blown away. Like I took it all down one day because I didn't want it anymore. Oh, I wish I could take away my internet presence because boy, is there some not good stuff. But I found it interesting that technology has changed so much that HTML pages and old blogger sites are kind of dead and that there are fun That's domains sad. fun domains that have been abandoned and are being squatted on by companies who just want to sell them for uh, you know some extra money. And you know, it's kind of like frogging, right? It's squatting in a place that was once occupied by other people. I like that. And it just is empty now. I like that. Which also took me to the place of, if we got all these freaking abandoned malls across America, why don't we put people in them to live? <laughs> well, Pete, that's a whole nother episode. Yes, it is. So that's just a little bit about frogging and how it's illegal. Uh, not a good idea. And maybe it exists and maybe it doesn't. But consider this, dear listener. If the frogger is frogging right, you're not going to know it. That is what they say. <laughs> <laughs> that is the old saying. <laughs> if the frogger's frogging right, you're not going to frog and notice. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. That's, that's, I like that. So Put that on a shirt, Marissa. <laughs> I yeah, I, I don't even. It's time for plugs. It just occurred to me that my favorite horror novel is about frogging. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's about it's it's. I think so. These girls live in this old house. And it is a homeless man, but he lives there. He wants to make sure they never know. And he does go back and forth to different places. And he kind of, like, fucks with them and, like, touches their stuff. So yeah. that would be fraud. Yeah. Um, it ends horribly. And it's a horrifying <laughs> book. And it's so fucking creepy. So I will, yeah, I will plug Bride of the Reaper. That is my mm-hmm. favorite novel it's by Charles Romilotti, I think. And Who you got this from directly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, wow, you remembered that. <laughs> yeah, it was my favorite book. I had got it uh, to review for Gothic Beauty magazine. I lost it, and I couldn't find it on Amazon because I'm stupid. I was just pressing the wrong thing. And I wrote <laughs> the author, and he just sent me a free, uh, a free, a free copy. But, yeah, I really recommend it. It shows how chilling frogging could be. Very nice. I'm going to go ahead and just, for example, like just, I'm going to roll the dice and plug Butt Boy. Oh, you had if Butt Boy's fucking nasty. <laughs> what if my mother hears this episode of the podcast, hears that, watches Butt Boy, and loses all respect for you a second time? <laughs> I guess the only other thing I would plug is um, the actual product that could be an advertiser on our. We should look at that website, by the way. Wait, which website? <laughs> the one with the advertisements. 
But oh, I, yeah. I fell for podcast advertising this week. I bought Magic Spoon cereal, and it's weird. <gasps> oh, my God. I've been so curious. It's weird. That's it. It's not good? <laughs> it's not bad. It's okay. weird because it is – the first ingredient that they list is whey protein. Oh. And when you eat it, it kind of like – I don't know how to explain it right, but there's a texture weirdness to it. That you have to get used to. It's not bad. It's just like, I was like, oh, that's different. It kind of tastes, you know how like when you get Lucky Charms and they have the freeze-dried marshmallows, but then the marshmallows get wet and they're like soft now? Yeah. It has that sort of vibe to it. And I was like expecting. The whole cereal? That's not pleasant. Yeah, yeah, the whole cereal. (laughs) Do it get slimy? No, no, not slimy. It just gets wet and the consistency isn't crispy anymore. Because oh. when I got it, I was so hungry, and I just opened the box, and I started eating it dry. Yeah. And then later, I had it with milk, and I was like, oh, this changes the experience a bit. Oh. I actually saw their competition. I think it's called Cereal School, and they have way more flavors and slightly more impressive nutritional facts. This is my plug? Oh, sorry. I'm just <laughs> warring with your plug. I didn't try Cereal School. I'm just saying, if you want, like, quote-unquote... Kind of not bad cereal. Cereal school has more flavors, but continue. Yeah, they actually do have a bunch of flavors. The variety box I got has... Isn't that like fucking $50 or some shit? Fruity, blueberry, frosted, and chocolate. But they also have like a cinnamon one. Oh. Yeah, it was $40. It's $10 a box for cereal. Fuck. Are you going to get jacked? I am in Isn't quarantine. Like a lot of protein? What am I going to do? What am I going to spend my money on? And it's not like it's burning a hole through my pocket, but I did get the stimulus check, and I was like, I'm going to buy some $10 cereal. No, you should. Yeah. And I also want to plug the other delivery service that I love the best, and it's Mountaintop Distillery in Williamsport, Williamsport, Pennsylvania, because they keep mailing me booze, and I love them for it. That's nice. I'm glad you have your hookup. I wish I had wine. I have gin. I just, I told you already, but I'm like, what the fuck do I mix with this? Oh, I don't drink juice. I have absolutely nothing to mix with this. Today, I got my groceries delivered, and by mistake, they delivered me an entirely, like, a a second box of food I didn't order. I had a bunch of limes, so what, I could just fucking, like, squeeze a bunch of limes and drink it with gin? I don't know. No, you gotta get, uh, what is it, club soda, right? What? Oh, gin and tonic? I think tonic is gross. It is, but then you throw the lime in it. When I go to a bar, I drink gin and water, but that's just because, like, I need something to sip on and I want to get fucked up. I don't want to get fucked up in my house. Yeah, you do. No, I'm sorry. Some of they do, but I want it to taste <laughs> good. Yeah, so that's that's that. Guys, I hope you're doing well. Yes. I'm glad, Pete, I think you spearheaded us back to having well-researched episodes. <laughs> I guess I better rise it to the challenge next my week. my pleasure. Stay safe, everyone. If you're bored, slide into my DMs at Wrist Vandal. I'll send you some mail. Give of, us a call. Give course. us a text. Yeah. Of course, uh, continued thanks to all of our Michaels. Yes, yes. If you want to subscribe to our Patreon, uh, it's patreon.com slash allheard. Or you can give us a call at 570-PODWOD1. We will not pick up. We have had some questions. No, you do not need to be named Michael in order to become a patron. Who asked you that? It just happens to be that our patrons are all called Michael right now. Who asked you that? Oh, did they ask us that on the chat? Yes. <laughs> also, we said it last time, but some people have wanted us to have happy hour again. If you're interested in joining a, a happy hour, 
slide into my DMs because you're gonna have to be following me. If you you can't be part of our happy hour if you don't follow me or Pete because we give the details on our Instagram stories. That's good. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, hi.